Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Hey, everyone. It's me. We, we're like, we've been recording uh- <laughs> and trying to record for like the past hour, and it just haven't, that hasn't been working. We're like, honestly having technical difficulties. Like we've already been through this conversation multiple times and like it just it's not it, working, but we're here. It's funny cuz like we on our like cuz we were trying to record like like a minute ago and like you were saying how hard it was to record being an opposite coast and like it's been really difficult to produce the podcast and in, as soon as you started saying that the website just like crashed. I manifested. <laughs> you did. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. I'm like cr- praying. Like, we just have to get through an hour of this, and, like, hopefully everything just works out. But Yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Um, but anyways, hi, everyone. We are back. Despite our technical difficulties, we're here. Today, we're going to be talking about, um, like, something that's been happening a lot in the media, specifically in regards to, like, trans athletes. I know that's kind of been a hot topic like a while ago but especially now i think the government specifically is trying to target trans kids and allowing them to be involved in sports so that's going to be our main topic for today but it has been a while since we've been on here and i think both of us have like a lot of updates going on and things that we could probably talk about just to keep you guys updated on what's been going on in our lives yeah, I'm definitely excited to like jump into this conversation. I already said all of this and I'm just having to like re-say it. But um no, like genuinely this conversation I think is really important. I mean, I've seen a million people like sharing resources. I have a lot of like just cis friends on their stories on Instagram or just like posting like sign this petition so the governor uh won't like sign or sign off a bill that like will harm trans uh athletes or trans student athletes. Um, and so, yeah, this whole conversation has been really frustrating. I just have been seeing like report after report after report of like all of this happening. So, yeah, it's definitely been annoying to having to see. Um, it kind of feels like we're taking steps backwards. But, yeah, I think it's really important that uh, we discuss it. And I'm happy we're able to discuss it today. And there has been a lot of life updates. I think we haven't been I don't think it's been I think it's been like three weeks since we posted the last one. I feel like we always make excuses, but it's always on me. Like I have finals and like there's just been like a bunch. It's really hard to kind of like work out uh, like times to fr- literally, <laughs> literally as soon as I started talking about that again. Oh, my Bye. God. It just broke. It just broke out again for I'm a second. I'm going to have a mental break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to keep it going. It's, it's nice. working. But okay. literally – as soon as I started talking about it, um, we're just gonna we're gonna go through it. But anyways, we both have life updates that uh, we we want to share. Um, so if you want to get started on that, we can kind of share our life updates and things going on before we get into the main topic of the video. Yeah, I know. Um, I want to kill myself. I'm gonna. I just started talking in a British accent because I'm just like, so fed up. Um, but like, yeah, I do. Have, I guess the biggest update I have in my life is I did get a promotion recently. Um, I think I, I brought it up a while ago that I was like trying to get a new position at work. Um, the first time I applied, I that was like a different situation because they were only hiring one person. And there were like 18 people applying. So I didn't get that one. But they ended up opening more positions in the same 
role, I guess. And the second time around, they reconsidered me and they offered me a job. So that is really exciting. Um, I recently just went to Vegas to celebrate our anniversary, my four-year anniversary. Um, And like I was in training for work on Monday and Tuesday, like while I was in my hotel room, like just on the Microsoft Teams meeting, all casual, like pretending like I'm not in Vegas. So that was interesting. Um, But yeah, I got a promotion. Um, I bought my first designer bag, which is so crazy to me. I feel like I'm just a rich LA girl now. Um, So that's- fully assimilated. Yeah, I got, so today, like my bag just came in today. And also Russell got me AirPods for our anniversary. So I got AirPods and a bag on the same day. I I literally feel unstoppable right now. I just can't wait. Is for you to like walk into your like local Ralphs just with like, oh I'm your- so excited to go to Ralphs <laughs> with your your fucking designer bag and your AirPods in I know I'm gonna be at the cashier and be like oh let me get my card out and just show her my bag they're they're like like how was your day and you're like wait sorry what I can't hear you <laughs> my AirPods too busy are being in, rich but... over here <laughs> I love that though yeah I'm I'm really happy like. Just I feel like so many things are happening for you. You're treating yourself, that promotion, because you've been like, yeah, like I think literally the last episode you were talking about how you were trying to get the first one and then all of a sudden like all of this happened so quick and now you're like actually in it. But yeah, that shit sucks that you had to go through training while you were on vacation. I know because especially Um, the night before we went to bed or I went to bed at like 4 a.m. So like to wake up at seven and have to appear in front of like a whole class of trainers and like other people and like pretend like you're fine and not dying on the inside was a little bit of a struggle, but I think I pulled it off well. How was Vegas? It How was, was a trip regardless of the training? Yeah, it was fun. It was kind of chill just because like, you know, we're still in a pandemic, um, mm. but there was like surprisingly actually not surprisingly like it was it's vegas but like there's a lot of people and like when we first drove in i was looking at everybody walking down the strip and like 10 percent of people had masks on like you it's mandatory to wear a mask when you're like in a hotel or anywhere inside but when you're outside people just like take it off and are walking around. So like I probably walked past like eight people with COVID over the last weekend. So, oh, I also got my vaccine. I was just <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wait, which, do you have both or just one? I just have one. I'm half vaccinated. Okay, yeah. Pfizer gang or Pfizer Moderna? Queen. Pfizer, love it. Yeah. yeah. I just got my second vaccine, Pfizer. Did you feel any side effects with it? My arm was sore and I had like a yeah. minor headache but i don't know if that was because of work or because of the vaccine so i was <laughs> fine stressful yeah and i got my second my first one my arm hurt really bad for like three four days and the second one i had like a 102 fever i had like a really bad like like flu like symptoms where like my body ached and i was getting like cold sweats and it was like really bad for like it, it was weird because i was like really sick for like for like the entire day and then out of nowhere everything went away and I was completely fine. It was so strange. It wasn't even like there was like a, a, like a cooling down period. My body just all of a sudden was better. And so I'm like, that's, that's sketch. But anyways, I'm updated. Exactly. We're microchipped. We're updated to the new iOS. 
Oh my and, God, yeah. <laughs> and I love that for us. But yeah, so it's been like a week since I got my vac- vaccine and, and all that fun stuff. But that sounds awful. I've heard Vegas is really bad. I've heard it's, it's like a, the mecca of of, of COVID because everyone's yeah, like, just there. How do you like properly have precautions in Vegas? Like everybody's touching slot machines and like shit in the casino. It's like you can't really – even if you're wearing a mask, like everyone's touching everything. Like you, you literally can't prevent anything from happening if you were to go to did Vegas. You, did you end up gambling? Um, I did. I I don't. This is the first time I've ever gambled at, on the slots. The first night I won, I went up twenty dollars, and then the second time I went down. So like I ended up walking away with nothing, but it's okay. It was just for like the experience. Yeah, for the experience, right? Yeah. yeah. I only you put in what games. you can lose. I only yeah. played the games that looked cute, like with the cute <laughs> pictures on it, and like had pretty colors. I feel like that would be me because I don't know how to play what um, Jack Black. I can't do any of Not that. Not Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. I have to go. Oh my god! Next time I'm going, I'm gonna say, "Can we go to the Jack Black table?" <laughs> the Kung Fu Panda bitch. I can't. I'm so sorry. No, I, I can't play any now. table games either. Like, yeah, whatever the fuck they play. I just, I have to play the slots because you literally just press a button and like, that's all you have to do. Oh my God. Jack Black. I'm sorry. <laughs> fuck. That was so It's funny. been a week. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I think if I were to go, I would probably just stick with like the slot machines too. I've always, I like, I mean, my family like lives in like Immokalee, Florida, which um, there's a, it's a reservation. So they have like a, there's like a, like they're known for like people in that area, Southwest Florida go specifically to Immokalee to gamble at that casino. And, um, and yeah, I've always wanted to go, but I just haven't, I, I haven't been there in like years. So uh, that's definitely something I've been wanting to do, but it seems really like, Obviously, you want to put in what you're willing to lose, and like you want to do it for the experience rather than trying to gain money because it seems like it's not beneficial mm-hmm. at all. But um, yeah, I think it's. I know there's that one where they like spin, and you can put like money on black or like red. Yeah, that, that's, that's what Russell plays. That seems like something that's like that. Easy. That's reasonable for us. Yeah, for our <laughs> mental capacity. Just like I, I want to put five dollars on red. Yeah. <laughs> or like pea brain Jack Black. I hate myself. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's fun. That sounds like a fun weekend. Um, you said you had an experience with a man when you passing by you. <gasps> oh my god. I like mentally blocked it out of my head. So like I I don't know why, but I decided to take an edible before we went walking down the strip. And like the strip is the most like chaotic part of Vegas. There's so many people you have like people walking around in sweatpants and then you have bitches walking around in like designer dresses with heels on it's just like such a weird experience and we were like at a crosswalk intersection there was so many people like it was a lot um and the wind was like blowing and right as the wind blew i just feel like a hand like literally go into my shorts and grab my ass. And 
like I was just I stopped for a second and I I looked at Russell I was like somebody just grabbed my ass and he was like who and I couldn't tell because there were so many people like we're at a stop stoplight I'm pretty sure that's why they did it because there are so many people and they would they could have just did it and got away with it um but yeah that was like an experience I feel like if I wasn't high off an edible I probably would have had a mental breakdown and cried but I just like forgot about it and kept stepping and then the next morning I was like oh somebody like literally grabbed my ass on the street last yeah. night so just that like was assaulted just I randomly. just got assaulted yeah just like casually yeah. like that's it's no big deal that's so rough I like I remember I've I've been like cat called like one time just by like someone walking past me and it was like in Atlanta and I like it, it like stuck with me and it was like the worst feeling and so I can imagine if someone actually touching you like ugh and um yeah Vegas seems like so much fun it's like I I don't know how to explain it's quirky. Vegas it's like it's fun like if you have a group of friends and you go with them and you all just like hang out it's fun but like the type of people that go to vegas like are annoying so it's just like it depends on who you run on run into i guess yeah it's like all the like what stays in vegas type people yeah they just they think the rules don't apply to them yeah that sucks um because i that happened with emily my partner uh she like uh she we were at like a bar and someone grabbed her ass on her way to the restroom and i saw him do it and like she's like she's like tipsy drunk, and I don't really drink that much. I like to be the DD. I'll like maybe have like two, uh, three um, drinks like early on, and then so by the end of the night, I'm like cooled down enough to drive, um, and or we like get an Uber. But I like to be like the more sober one. And I saw it happen, and I was so mad, and like I like assaulted this man back. I like pushed him, and we're like near like we're just like in a crowd of people, and I just kept pushing him into like all these people. And then we just ended up walking away. And I was like, like my man came out. Like <laughs> I like I I was so mad. I was like, you did not just do that. But um, yeah, it's like a shitty thing that like that it's like so fucked. But um yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. Why are men why do men do the things that they do? I don't know. And I I've, I've heard the like uh, the million stories. I'm lucky, I'm fortunate enough where I feel like I don't live in a place where like I don't we like I don't go out that often and I don't live in a place I feel like, yeah, that's that's so <laughs> that I feel like it's very normalized to have that type of experience. But you live in LA, which is like the mecca of like a lot of like different people just like constantly being creeps. It's like so it's- sad that like that happened to me in Vegas, but like I'm like it didn't really phase me. I was just yeah. like, Oh, like it's okay, like I'll get over it. Like I don't feel like that's something that we should just get over if some random stranger grabs your ass in public. Like, that's, like, a problem if people are like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's whatever. Yeah, I know you've talked to me about, like, other times where people are just, like, flirting with you while, like, you're in, like, sweats, like, just, like, randomly and just, like, in and out. Like, when you said that someone was like, oh, it, like, it looks like – or, like, you're ready for date night or something. Oh, yeah. And you're, like, I was literally going to like- Target in sweatpants. Like, I don't know what date night I'm going to be. <laughs> Oh my god, that's like so fucking annoying. Just like men constantly have to like, just they're doing the most. Um, yeah, it's awful. But um, I'm happy that you had a fun time regardless of that. Sounds like a fun little vacay. Um, hopefully you guys can like actually do another one soon where you don't have to deal with work. Because mm-hmm. that shit seems annoying. Yeah. 
that would be fun. But we'll see maybe like when things calm down and like we can actually go do stuff. Yeah. uh, Do you have any updates on any surgery related stuff? (gasps) Oh my God. Why? We have so many I literally forget about everything that's going on in my life and I need you to like remember. Um, (laughs) I set up a consultation or my Skype consultation with the surgeon that I am planning on getting bottom surgery with in... Arizona. So that's on the 11th in 10 days. So I'm going to have a Skype call. Um, I'm pretty set on like going to the surgeon just because I've talked to, to somebody that's gone to her and I've seen the proof and the pudding and what I saw was very satisfactory to me. Um, so yeah, I, I do want to go to her. It's just like a matter of going through insurance and getting all the documents and all that extra shit that I probably will need to go through. Um, but we'll see what happens after my consultation. Hopefully she'll like give me a roadmap of what I need to do in order to prepare. But yeah, that's happening. Also, I got my deposit back from my FFS that literally happened in 2019, which is finally years ago. Um, yeah, they, they sent it to me in the mail randomly and I was like, oh, okay, cool. They finally like actually followed up with me and gave me my money back. So that's nice. That's so fucked. You've been like fighting yeah. them. Just be like, where the fuck's my money? Like apparently they sent it to me in the mail, but like, obviously I didn't get it. So I was mm-hmm. like, can you resend it to me? And then the lady that was helping me kept saying like, oh, I'll check on it and I'll get back to you. And then didn't respond for like two weeks after that. And then it just randomly showed up in my mailbox. So I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. I'll take it. Free <laughs> Goodbye. Check. Exactly. But that's, that's so annoying, but I'm happy you did get it. But yeah, surgery is like such a big deal and I'm really excited. And a consultation is like so fun. You don't have to do any sort of deposit for the consultation. Um, I don't think so. I think they bill my insurance. Oh, yeah, because you're getting it through insurance. Yeah. Damn. How different. That's wild. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, actually, she said she was going to, like, send me a packet, but I haven't gotten it yet, so I'm not sure. But I think the consultation is $100, which is, like, fine, I guess. That's reasonable, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think they'll bill my insurance if they have my – they should have my information. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm very excited for you. Me you have too. to keep us updated or keep me updated. Of course. So with, with like what's going on. Cause like, I need to know there's so many like little things. Like, I don't know if like some surgeons are like, Oh, you don't need um, laser like hair removal. Other surgeons are like, Oh, you need it. Like, it's like you have to get it. And there's like all these different rules and every surgeon's different. So it's always really frustrating, mm-hmm. but I'm really interested. Cause like, obviously it's something that I've been considering and it's just, it feels so impossible in Florida and like being on this, like the South, especially like we're going to get more into it today with like all these like anti-trans bills that are like coming out in like a lot of Southern states. It's like almost impossible to like do anything. Like, cause for me to get a consultation for top surgery, which I've been like trying to get or deal with, um, it was like $250 that I had to pay. It goes towards surgery costs, but if I decided I don't like him, then they just keep the money. And then, so I have to pay it all out of pocket. And so I set a surgery date and to set my surgery date, they, I have to pay them half the money. Um, and it's like non-refundable. 
So like what happened was I was in a car accident and I, I talked about it like um, with you guys and I've just been uh, going to a bunch of doctor's appointments because I've been pretty fucked up. Just like my, my body has just been like in so much pain because of it. And I don't want to get too in depth into it. Not right now, at least, but um, yeah, just like little things here and there just like really fucked me up with the car accident. And I was told by doctors, like, maybe you shouldn't get like surgery right now. So I had to like call the surgeon and be like, can I reschedule it? And like, I've had, I've had it like an open-ended surgery date because I don't know when the settlement's going to end, when I'm actually going to be feeling better. Cause I don't want to like have the surgery. And then, and I was, it sucks. Cause I was so excited for it. And like, all of a sudden now I can't have it. It's like bullshit. And so it has been rough and um, yeah. And so I don't want to, if I get the surgery, I don't want to leave like the surgery in pain, not knowing is it from the car accident or is it from the surgery? And so I don't want to have that confusion. And mm-hmm. so it's just been really, really rough kind of like trying to figure out what's my next steps. What do I want to do? And, um, and yeah, and like I, I did a GoFundMe and so many people supported me and now it just sucks cause I'm not getting it when I wanted to get it. So, um, we'll see. And I'm going to keep everyone updated in the loop of that. But so that's been like a big thing going on where I'm just trying to get like through the, all the doctor's appointments and trying to figure out when I can actually um, get surgery, possibly when I can get seen. Um, and in the meantime, what sort of gender affirming thing I can do. And so um, I found a crazy deal on Groupon, like a crazy deal for laser hair removal, like on my face, because I've gotten it before. And I wanted, I needed, I wanted to get it again because I felt like I didn't do enough. And I called the places in my area. And I don't know how much you paid for your laser hair removal or if you remember, but like the first time or the in my area, they're trying to charge me $2,000 for it and for six It wasn't sessions. that. I think I paid like four, like 300 to $400 for like five or six sessions or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. No, so they were trying to try- charge me like $2,000 in all these places near me. And then the last place I went to the first time only charged me $700. And then so I, I went on Groupon and I found this incredible, insane deal where it was like $220 to get six sessions. And it's just like owned by like this, just like, um, just like this, like, yeah, this husband and wife a shop. And like, they're just like really sweet. I went to see him really kind and I'm going in again in like a few weeks and uh yeah I've already after the first time I've already noticed like progress and I'm like really excited about it so those are like some trans updates news but um yeah that's that's been pretty fun what about your hair oh my god yes (laughs) I like I so I have never gotten my hair cut um since transitioning like the only person allowed to cut my hair is Emily and she'll like she'll like trim it. Uh, it grew out really long, and then she like cut it shorter. And um, she's been like really really great at like helping me maintain my hair because I trust no one. I was like I I cannot have anyone touching my hair, like because I'm I'm worried that I'm gonna get hate crimes <laughs> constantly. <laughs> I, I just have a fear that like like a, a woman's gonna like be cutting my hair. She can be like you're a tranny and cuts it all off. And oh I know my that's God, like that's horrifying. Th- I know that's an irrational fear, but I'm like constantly. No, absolutely not. I have nightmares about my hair getting cut off literally probably once a month. So 
I think it's, it's very like, normal. It's like it, it's like our identity. Exactly. And it's like such a safety net. Just be like, my, this is my hair. And it's like, it just, it's like, it belongs to me. It's kind of a statement of who I am. And being able to actually start growing at our hair, I feel like was a big deal. Because my family, it was always like, cut it short, cut it short, cut it short. And it was always pressured for me to like have my hair short. And Same. so by... Yeah, so to when to actually grow our hair out was like a really big deal. So the idea of cutting it was scary. And so I've been teetering around the idea of having bangs for a really long time. And I'm pretty sure I've been talking with you about it for a really long time. I'm yeah, like, I, I remember like, you I, said you wanted bangs and I was like, um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, everyone everyone was like, I don't think you should do it. And I was like, but I wanna. So I like I did a lot of research. I have a really like I don't like my hairline at all. And like, that's why I struggle. Like a big part of my dysphoria comes with my hairline. And, and I, I wanted a way to hide it. So I did a bunch of research on like different hair, like hair, like bangs, I guess, hairstyles. And I saw like, I found some like curtain bangs, like a lot of people with curtain bangs. I really liked it. And my hair is more wavy. So it's not like, so like straight. Um, and so I, um, yeah, I ended up just like pulling the trigger and I was so scared and I went to like a curly hair specialist who like cut my hair. And so I'm waiting there and I'm like, she's going to, she's going to be transphobic. She's going to hate crime me. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to be like, I'm going to like just die. And then I like am waiting and all of a sudden a guy comes up and he's like, Olivia. And he like, and he was like, oh, is that you? And I'm like, oh my God. Like, and then we sit down and like, I look at him and he literally has tattoos all over his body and on his neck, he has he, him tattooed on him. <laughs> He's literally a trans man. I was tattooed or, or was cutting my hair. It was meant and I was to like, be. It was meant really? to be like g- genuinely. And uh, honestly, such a kind, kind person. Uh, he like, oh, he like killed it. I was so happy with like how it came out and now I can do fun things like these clips it's so it makes cute. Me happy. Like it, I'm like made me want to go get my hair done because like it. I feel like it's it was so different than what you had, but it suits mm-hmm. you like literally perfectly. And yeah, that's like something that I was like I was worried because I'm like it's a big like I feel like it's it seems so like so like first world problems of like changing a hairstyle, but it genuinely was like such a big deal for me to be like I'm gonna like. Because I've always had my hair part on the side. I've never like done a middle part or anything like that. So this was completely different. I felt like I was going to change the way I look completely. But after doing it, I was like, wow, I haven't felt like something. I haven't felt like me until I got this haircut, I felt like. So like that was a really cool experience. And so I'm very happy with that. And I like like how it looks. And so that's been like main. I'm so happy with it. You Um, evolved. I know. I feel like I've taken that next step. Yeah. All the dysphoria I've ever experienced, gone. It's gone. <laughs> That's what the power I, I, of hair has. I'm a cis woman now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's like, that's the majority of the updates with me as I'm dealing with like s- surgery stuff. I'm trying to figure it out um, in my haircut, finish finals, or I have one more assignment, but like finals are pretty much wrapping up. I have two semesters left. Or like one and a half semesters left. I have to have like a, a summer class that's like six weeks, and um, and yeah, I'm very excited to to like be finishing up school and stuff. But things are things are going pretty okay for the most part, and yeah. So I think with that being said, after 30 minutes of us talking about updates, <laughs> um, we can kind of get started into like the the um, 
yeah, the main topic of the video. Uh, but before we go into the main topic, as if we haven't been waiting long enough, uh, a side main topic, Caitlyn Jenner, queen, queen of the trannies, love her. Yeah. Definitely. I think if you think of like, if you in your head, if you ever have to think or show someone a trans person, you have to show them Caitlyn Jenner. Like it's mandatory. I feel like she's that- like <laughs> lover, hater, but if most people think of a trans person or like a trans figure, they'll probably say her. And yeah, that's true. I mean, like, good for her. Like, you know, do your thing. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about her, me included. Um, but yeah, like the reason we're talking about her is because she decided that she wants to run in the state of California where I live. And I will tell you, I will not be voting for Miss Jenner, but... <laughs> How transphobic. I mean, good for her, I guess. Like, congrats. So, like, the thing that also I just want to say quickly is, like, I don't want people to think that it's, like, transphobic to criticize trans people for things that are not trans-related. Like, I feel like I saw a lot of people say, like, oh, I have so much to say about Caitlyn Jenner, but I'm not going to say it because everyone's going to cancel me and call me transphobic. Like, I genuinely don't care if you say that she's a dumb bitch and like is stupid as long as it's like not she looks like a man and blah, blah, blah. Like if it has nothing to do with her being trans, you can say whatever the fuck you want about anybody, basically. But if you're personally attacking them specifically because they're trans, that's what makes it transphobic. But like I said, if you dislike her as a person and you don't agree with her politics or things that she's done in the past, then that's perfectly fine. So I just want to make that clear. Like, I don't want people to think that it's transphobic to disagree with somebody's politics or the way that they live their life just because they're trans. I, it is like the most frustrating thing to deal with when someone that's supposed to be like, like a really, like everyone knows who Caitlyn Jenner is. Everyone knows her history of like being connected to the Kardashians, but also being like a professional athlete. Like she's been around for a very long time. And so she's been like a family name that people have known for a very long time. And I think it was really shitty because we came out the same time that she came out. And so people like, I think it was really hard for like my family, I think to not think about her when they thought about me and my transition. Yeah. And, but I think it also showed me how my family viewed trans people. So, um, yeah, it definitely was an interesting thing that, like, a lot of people at that time saw trans people as Caitlyn Jenner. And um, she isn't necessarily the greatest representation for our community. So, yeah, I like decided- loved her at the beginning. Oh, yeah. It was, like, like, I was so like an I am Kate Stan. I was like, this is my favorite show ever. I'm watching it every night. And then, like, slowly as the season progressed, like, you start to realize, like, her Republican tendencies come out. And then all the other girls are like, Miss Caitlin, like, you can't do that. No. And then I was like, maybe, like, she's not the one. But I do, I will say, I appreciate the exposure that she brought to the trans community. Um, and, like, coming out as like an Olympic athlete obviously is, is tough. So like kudos for that. But like that, that's all I have to say in regards to her. Yeah. So, uh, and so recent news with her, 
also not like she's running for governor. She has very like Republican conservative ideology. She's running off of that, uh, running against uh, the governor. Um, I don't know his name, current governor where uh, in California. Uh, Garcetti? Uh, the governor governor there. I don't even know. I live in California. California. I don't fucking know them. Newsom. Yeah, Gavin, Gavin Newsom. Newsom. Yeah, he's the governor of California. And so she's running against him. And that'll be interesting because who the fuck is going to vote for her? <laughs> like, <laughs> because, okay, so like my thing is that she's like conservative, conservative values, conservative views. But the conservatives don't love you, honey. And the trans <laughs> people don't love you either. So, like, what the fuck are you going to, who's going to vote for you? And That's so, a really tough platform for her because, like, you have to be, like, you're trans, babe. You're, like, a big part of your audience or, like, the people that would vote for you are in the LGBT community, but they don't like you. And if the Republicans don't like you either, who's going to vote for you? Yeah, I'm, like, so frustrated because not only is she, like, running for governor and stuff, TMZ stopped her and it was asking her about um about trans people in sports and i watched it this was it was just released today and she was just she was like saying how uh yeah like trans people should not be uh playing in sports like if you're biologically born male you should not be playing in like women's sports or whatever for me it's difficult because like i feel like most people can understand i mean i think bottom line there shouldn't be a blanket statement that trans people should not be able to play sports at all. But I think there are like different circumstances. Like if you transition later on in life, I think everybody can acknowledge that at that point, your body has developed in the way that you identified before transitioning. Um, Like even me, like my body looks different than somebody who, or it would have looked different if I transitioned earlier. And I understand that. And I know that my body looks different, but at the same time, if I was to like join the UFC, I would get the shit beat out of me. So it's like, because I'm trans doesn't mean that I'm automatically have a leg up on all of the UFC fighters that are cis women. Like they would literally beat the fuck out of me in four seconds, maybe even less. So it's like, you can't just say that just because you're trans, you automatically have an advantage. I do think it depends. Like there are certain circumstances where somebody's bone structure may look different, but at the same time, there are cis women who have broader shoulders. There are cis women who have more muscle mass than other cis women. So it's like, you can't just ban all the cis women that look stereotypically masculine because then what does that say? Like you can't, there's really no way to, to gatekeep that. So I think it just depends. And I think most of the things that have been coming out lately have been in regards to trans kids, like participating in sports. And as a kid, like a lot of kids are starting hormone blockers and everything really early on. And like at that point, you know, they, they don't really have an advantage at all. And even as like an adult who's transitioned and has been on hormones for a certain amount of time, they're isn't really any disadvantage or advantage to having like your hormone levels at that point of all balanced out and resemble a cis person at that point. So it's like, it's not like they have an advantage with their hormone levels if they have been transitioning for a certain period of time. So I guess it's just like, it's really difficult to talk about because there are so many different circumstances that can happening that can happen. 
but I feel like most fear is like people just imagine trans women as like Arnold Schwarzenegger and like that's their ideology in regards to trans people as to why they don't want them to compete against women because they think we're all like burly men with like six packs and like drink energy drinks for breakfast like that's not how it is yeah and a lot of these it feels like such a non-issue seeing like how many uh, of these states like okay so like, I have the statistics here so 50 bills in 28 states are being like put into place to um, or like are being put into motion to stop trans kids uh, to play in sports of the gender that they are so that it's like it has been really frustrating to see that and um yeah i I just it seems like such a non-issue trans people are less than two percent of the population so if you're thinking about trans kids is even less than that and there's this ideology or this this i there's this idea that trans people or like trans kids are gonna abuse the system that there is gen like that if they are a man they can identify as a woman to gain like more in sports or to gain like out of that and this is constantly thrown or like trans men are gonna be or sorry men are gonna be who identify as trans women are just doing it to like go into like girls locker rooms or do all this stuff but it's like it's like no that's not what's happening and i have another thing here uh another statistic where it um says I literally just had it. Um, yeah, I was going to say it's okay. very reminiscent of like the bathroom issue. It's like, yes, they just think that people are going to take advantage of that. Like, who the fuck is going to go through HRT just to play soccer? Like, huh? It doesn't make sense. And I, I like, I mean, so along with these bills that we're seeing, like along with all of these like, uh, uh, anti-trans athlete bills we're seeing a lot of anti-trans like hormone like stuff as well and like you mentioned it like these kids a lot of them are um taking like hormone blockers and stuff like that so if there are trans kids so trans trans kids is already a really small minority um trans kids that play sports is even a smaller minority and it seems like such a non-issue because, yeah, if, they're, if they are trans, let's say they're on puberty blockers because they are able to come out at such a young age, then they literally don't – there's no advantage. Like, they're, like if they haven't gone through any puberty, then there's no advantage. If they're on hormones, then there's no advantage. Um, and even yeah. if, if there is an advantage, if you think about it, why do we care so much about kids' sports? Like, I thought the whole reason that we, like, push kids to do sports and be athletic is to have, um, like, to be able to be athletic, to be able to have outside time, be able to be moving, to get energy out, to, like, be healthy. But but they don't care about this. Uh, They don't care about trans – or they don't care about – they just want to be transphobic. They want to find a reason to be transphobic. Um, There are – if you look at the basketball players – all of them are extremely tall. So short people can't play. I mean, short people doesn't mean that they can't play basketball, but taller people have an advantage. Why Why aren't they kicked out of basketball if they're over a certain height? Um, there are um, 
there are like a million other, other these uh, like other cases like this where like I've heard like Michael Phelps has has some sort of thing where he's able to be a better swimmer because he was born with this like genetic mutation of whatever it is. Why isn't why is he allowed to be a swimmer? So like it's just really frustrating to yeah. see that like people have advantages, people have disadvantages. It's like really just disgusting the things that they're implementing. That's just sports in general. Like to be successful in any sport, usually there's like an archetype of like how that person looks. Like in basketball, you're tall. In football, I mean, most of the time you are tall, but you're also muscular. And so like it really just depends on the sport that you play. Like people are going to excel at that sport that have naturally the body type that's going to allow them to perform better than everybody else. Like if you are a track star, you're obviously going to do better if you have longer legs than somebody with shorter legs. Maybe not always the case, but that's usually how it is. So it's like, how do you gatekeep trans people when there are so many cis people that also have that same advantage, but it doesn't matter because they're cis and that's the way that they were born or identified at birth. And it is such a non-issue because like, if you think about the scope of like, just high school sports or like kids sports in general, how many schools even have a trans student at in them? So it's like you're putting through all of these motions to ban trans kids from playing sports when your school might not even have a trans student in it. So like, why is there a need to do that? It, it's really just, disinc- it's not very like, I don't know. I just would feel very discouraged if I was a kid in my school banned trans people from playing in sports and I haven't even come out yet like I feel like that's just kind of a damaging thing to have to deal with like to know that oh if I come out I won't really be able to do anything because I'm basically banned from everything yeah um that's like the uh so it is like really frustrating because so 22 percent of trans women who were perceived as trans in school were harassed so badly they had to leave school because of it Another 10% were kicked out of school. So this is this is like an issue where people aren't going to pretend to be trans to, to, to play in sports because there's so much discrimination against trans people. If there's an openly trans person in school, then the likelihood of them not already being harassed is like super high. And if you take into scope of like, uh, trans suicide rates and stuff like that. This just further implements and hurts trans like trans kids. And so we're seeing a lot of states. Um, I think, uh, what was it, Arkansas? I think that's the one that was like trying to like, I think they ended up banning uh, trans uh, kids from receiving hormone uh, treatments or puberty blockers and stuff, which is really disgusting because puberty blockers are completely reversible. You just stop taking it. Um, all it does is prevent um, a kid to go through puberty. And so if you're, if you, hormones is not easy to start. You go and you see therapists and you're talking with therapists, especially with your, when you're a kid, you're talking with a therapist for whoever knows how long on hormones um, and just like, not even like on estrogen until you're like, in your like late teens before you're actually put on estrogen, you put on hormone blockers to prevent you from going through puberty. And so it's really disgusting because they made it illegal for trans kids to get those types of things. But cis kids who go through puberty too fast are put on those same puberty blockers for why. But that's not like an issue. They're not going to be prevented from taking that. 
And it's because this is a trans issue that these people are just being transphobic. Yeah. I, it's just like, I don't understand really anything. I don't understand why people are constantly trying to regulate how other people live their lives. Like I really don't see how being trans has an effect on anybody other than the trans person themselves. And it's like, we go through so much shit and it's, it really like the thing that pisses me off the most about being trans is like the assumption that we transitioned for like an ulterior motive. Like I didn't transition for any other reason than to feel better in my own skin. Like I didn't transition because I wanted to join the soccer team and be the best because I wasn't able to be the best on the boys team. Like that's not something that goes through anybody's mind. It's like we're not transitioning to go into the women's bathroom or to go into the women's locker room to stare at people. It's like, I don't know why it's so hard for people to realize that like, we just want to do it to be happy. Like, is that not enough or is there, does there have to be something else behind it? I'm thinking about Jack. <laughs> you think about what? Jack Black right Stop. now. Oh my God. Sorry. I can't Do you get think Jack it. Black's transphobic? Um, no. I, I don't think like, so. I don't think so. I, I think he's like, an ally. I think so too. Oh my God. We should like pull up random pictures of celebrities. <laughs> And like trying I'll to guess if they're, they're oh my god, that's really funny. That would be so funny. Because like Ellen, transphobic. Like we know she is. Yeah. She's like um, she's like a <clears throat> snake in the grass. Right, exactly. JK Rowling, ally. Ally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, going back to the the trans and sports thing, it it is like really annoying to see. Because, like, it, it, I mean, there's, like, language that's being used in these bills that are being passed in Florida, which is where I live, Ron DeSantis. Like, so the bill that they're, they're passing, I don't know if they've already passed it. It's hard to keep track with it because a million different, like, things are going through and, like, they're all being called different things. And it's, like, like I was reading this thing that, like, they somehow passed it, like, really quickly, secretively. Like, it was an, an Axos, Axos, I don't know. It's on Yahoo News. I'm reading this. Uh, Florida Republicans unexpectedly pass 11th hour bill restricting trans athletes. So I think it's already into play. But like one of these bills that they're like trying to pass is called Fairness in Women's Sports Act, which I think that language just kind of show like shows you how it it's like saying that trans women aren't women because fairness in women's sports it's it's implying that like trans women are an other thing. They aren't women. And so that type of language, especially hearing it from our government, is really scary and really harmful. It is crazy how we have a, a democratic president and we're still seeing this disgusting uh, decision being made. Um, and it still feels like we're con constantly going backwards and backwards and backwards. And it's really scary um, because this can mean like a lot. This can mean so much for... Uh, our future. So it's not even necessarily about the sports. It's about what it means. Why are people so, why are they going out of their way to like create a non-issue just to harass trans people? Like there's a motive, there's an ulterior motive and it's just to, like prevent trans people from feeling safe, from feeling accepted. And they're just doing these little things to dry and, and just harm the trans community. And that's why it's like so scary.
Because like, who gives a fuck about kids sports? Who cares? It's not a big deal. It's not like they're like in the Olympics, but even if they are, like people are just throwing balls around. It's really not a big deal. <laughs> but like people just get really competitive over it. And like, it's just like, let kids have fun. Like, it, like it's, it's really fine. And like I said, um, like trans people are often harassed, bullied, um, made to like have to leave school. And like that happens so often. And it's just really fucked that like people aren't just going to like say they're trans to like to be good at sports. Like this is like a mental thing that like you have to go through that you have to deal with. And um, yeah, it just like it's so frustrating that that like it feels like a community is constantly under attack by one thing or another. Yeah. And like, what's the alternative? Like if you have a trans girl that's in high school and she wants to play soccer, like if she can't join the girls team, is she supposed to join the boys team? Like what, what's the alternative? Because like, that doesn't really make sense to me either. Like that makes less sense than having her join the girls team. So it's like, you can't, I don't feel like you should be able to, are you, should be thinking about what to do or how to ban them or how to prevent them from being on teams that they identify as if there like isn't an alternative or a solution. Like you think it's okay to ban a trans person because they could potentially be at an advantage to cis people, but at the same time you deliberately deliberately want that trans person to be at a disadvantage on the boys team. Because I mean, at the end of the day, it just it boils down to do you actually see trans people as the gender that they identify as? And I think the answer is no. That's why all this is happening. Um, It's really, yeah, it just gets really frustrating because I was reading a a report um, about, it was a a kid who, uh, a trans boy who had started his transition, a teenager, and had already been starting taking testosterone. And now that he lived in Arkansas, and now that the the the, the bill passed, he's not sure if he's going to be able to continue those treatments. And that is like so like it's so disgusting when you actually like put like when you see a a person who's going to be affected by it, and you hear their name and you hear their story, and it's like damn, like I can't imagine being like able, being happy, being able to be you one day, and then all of a sudden that's like stripped away. And like, that's like, so like every day I, my, I fear that like tomorrow I'm not going to have like estrogen. I'm not going to have my pills. Like every month when I have to renew, I'm always worried that my prescription, they're just going to say like, nope, you're not allowed to have it anymore. And I'm just not going to have it for like months and months. And like, that's a fear that I have that like, it sucks that like kids who are brave enough to be out when they're children, like it just, it hurts to see that like they're able to like start transitioning earlier and feeling more comfortable with themselves like earlier and then having to like go through puberty the way that I did and like having so many issues or things that I like am grossed out by because I did go through puberty. They're brave enough to come out and not have to deal with that. And for, for them to have to see their bodies change after already starting something, that's truly disgusting. And yeah, there was like that interview that um, came out um, where like this woman, I wish that I like knew names and like I was better at like kind of being able to, um, to like I can I can share like links in our bio and stuff like that. But it was an interview between uh, it was a governor. I'm pretty sure of another state, 
And she asks like the governor to name one trans athlete that this is that that is like the result of this or that like is the reason why this is happening. And he couldn't even name one because it's such a small percentage. So this is like completely just a targeted attack that's going to constantly just keep happening um, just because they want they want a reason to to hate trans people, to invalidate trans people. And sports is the that's that's how they're doing it. And it's so sad, like with the sports thing and also with the bathroom thing, we saw like every time somebody was asked, like, give me an example. Do you have statistics? Do you have studies? Like, are there people, has this happened before? Nobody has an answer. And like, it's so sad that they're trying so hard to block trans people from literally existing in life when you can't even provide one example of why that would be reasonable. And that that kind of like, that's what I was talking about. It's like, you can't make this big claim that there's such a big disadvantage going on or that this is happening or that this shouldn't be allowed because it's not fair when you don't have anything to base that off of. It's like, you're just transphobic. Like that's really the basis of everything. It's like, there's no reason. If there was a reason, like if there was hard I mean, people don't even listen to science anyway, so I guess it doesn't matter. But, like, I feel like even if there were statistics, like, I feel like you should have those. Like, that's kind of the point. Like, when you want to put something in action or if you want to change something or if you want to move forward with changing the way that things are, there should be a reason as to why you're changing it. And if there isn't, then you kind of have to think, like, what's the real reason that you're pushing so hard for this to pass? It's because you're transphobic. Yeah. And uh... – I don't know. I just keep like reading stats after stats and it just, it becomes, it becomes so stressful. Um, yeah. I know. I, I always send you tweets too, of like things that I see that I'm like so grossed out by. And I said this earlier, this one tweet that I saw that someone said, I cannot stress enough that puberty blockers have been used for decades to delay puberty in cisgender kids who experience precocious, which is early puberty. Uh, they're only considered new, dangerous, and experimental when identical drugs are given to trans and gender expansive kids. Um, I cannot stress enough that puberty blockers are reversible. That's why we given th- we've given them to cis kids for decades. It's not HRT. It's not surgery. It's not mutilations. It's not transsexuality. It's just a way that to stop puberty um, before like kids are ready. And so I think that's like a really good understanding of like all of that. And, um, so, and I know we've been talking about like, like the, like hormones being taken away from trans kids and also sports, but they kind of like intermingle because they're both kind of occurring at the same time. And that discussion of like trans people in sports keeps happening. And it's been something that I've been hearing for a really long time where it's like, should trans people play in sports? And I think at the end of the day, we need to just like rethink sports in general because, there's people have advantages in their own different ways and and by passing these sorts of bills you're just kind of creating a new normal for us to constantly having to evaluate whether people are women enough or men enough to be or perform in these sports um i don't know if i think this was happening in arkansas uh where they they made it uh like legal to if they suspect a trans kid is trans and wants to play into sports if they're suspecting they're trans they made it legal for uh they can get a physician to give them a physical exam to check 
which is just like you're like you're you're legally creating um pedophilia that's what it is like you're like actually like letting that happen and like i mean it's just it's frustrating because you're assaulting these kids by doing stuff like that not only is being trans already hard on them but you're legalizing a way for them to be abused and in other like ways like that so i just find it really disgusting disturbing and um i hate it i hate it so much I think the way to resolve all of this is to just, I think every trans person deserves a stimulus every month. Like (laughs) we really deserve to be paid. Like I, there's so much trauma that happens. Like, and just like all of the fears that there's so many irrational fears that I have just like of going out and like living my day-to-day life. I need to be compensated and like, it's (laughs) not okay. Yeah, we need to be compensated because like we're put through hell every single day and like for literally what reason? Like what's the reason? Right. All of us, we we need we demand reparations for trans people, also exactly. black people, and for Jack Black. Pay up. <laughs> and Joe Carolyn. Biden literally said he addressed trans people. So pay up, Mr. Joe. Like if you want to yeah. talk to us, open I up want their I mean, I'm not sure, like, I, I can't, like, speak on, like, politics that well because I'm not sure how, like, executive orders or anything like that happens. But there needs to be some sort of regulation that, like, that that provides trans people with some sort of security. Because, like, Trump just, like, was in office and, like, made it so trans people can be discriminated against in medical fields. And it's, like, if it's so easy for, for like, a president just to do that with the flip of a switch... We need to have some sort of protections where we're not constantly fearing that we're going to lose our health insurance or hormones tomorrow. And that's like a big fear that I have. And it's like, it's like really like, I know at times it can be irrational, but if you look at the news and everything, it's really so scary how close we are for that to happen. For them to be like today, it's like, oh, trans kids can't be put, be put on puberty blockers. And then tomorrow it's like trans adults can't be, can't have hormones. And it feels like we're kind of stepping towards that that area and so it's yeah i don't know it's it's really i feel like when in my mind like when i started transitioning and when i started hormones i feel like from that point moving on it should be getting easier for people to find resources and to get on hormones if that's something that they feel like they need to do but i feel like it's actually like going in reverse i feel like it's getting harder and like there's more steps that we have to take in order to prove who we are because i don't know like there's there's just so much fear about trans people going on it's like it's inhibiting the people that actually want to get treatment and like get on hormones from actually doing it because of oh you're gonna are you gonna go into the bathroom and molest people like are you gonna be unfair in sports it's like so many little fucking minute fears that people have about trans people that aren't even true and have never been true and there's no evidence to prove that it is true it's just hard yeah and so i'm i don't know i'm over it it is like it is frustrating and we can like i mean every every week there's like something new uh what what i tend to do before like like i don't know anytime like a few times throughout the week I just go on Google and I type in transgender and I just look at the news because I want to be like up to date with everything. And I, and I recommend you guys do that too. Cause a lot of times things happen under my nose that I wish that I knew about that I can like have advocated against or done more. 
Um, so I, it's really important to like constantly to keep up to date, uh, to see what's going on with the trans community. It's always important to be an advocate. Um, and yeah, it's really important to know what's happening because sometimes I feel so out of the loop. Sometimes you'll message me and you're like, did you hear this? And I'm like, no, like I like haven't. And, uh, it's really important for us to like, like know what's happening, know what's going on in our country because we need to be able to stand against this and be able to tell people to like stop or do what we can to make people stop. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I think ending, stay strong if you're trans. Like, it's it's so hard. Like, every single day there's always something to be sad about or to worry about or to have anxiety about because it's just like – it feels like it's never ending. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to keep living your life. And, like, that's really all you can do. Yeah, just push forward constantly. um, You know, always be true to yourself. And yeah, sometimes it's scary, but uh, yeah, I think it's important for us to stick together as a community and fight, uh, fight on because it's, yeah, it's really gross what's happening. But, you know, I think what's best is we remain a strong community and we push against and we have, we advocate so others, allies can help us push forward and create a world where it can be truly inclusive and people don't have to worry every two seconds uh, whether they're being judged or not, whether they have the same rights as cis people or not. And it, yeah, it's definitely important to just kind of remain strong and just kind of keep continue pushing. I also think we should all just like join the Olympics. <laughs> like, right. Why not? Like, exactly. let's stir it up. Let's stir the tea. Join the Olympics. <laughs> what, which sport would we do? Um, let's see. Let's uh, all... Oh my God. We can like have our own basketball team. That's true. I was going to say a readathon, or we just have to read Harry Potter. <laughs> Who can read it the quickest? Oh my God. But <laughs> a basketball team. I feel like, oh, skateboarding just got into the Olympics. Oh my God, we can be let's skaters. Go. Let's be skaters. Because, you know, like there's obviously a disadvantage if a trans person wants to be a skateboarder. Like the way that their foot is angled on the skateboard and the way that the trajectory of their body is going in the air it like it's it's proven to yeah. like be like advantage for them right like like men's toes have like a certain arch to it yeah that, like can like grip the board and then when you're trans like sometimes like trans people's feet like change sizes and it actually like adds more traction to the bottom of your foot so it's like the skateboard's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be stuck yeah. to your foot. So, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, become like a frog where it's sticky, it sticks to it. It's so fucking stupid. Like, these are the arguments. But thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I know sometimes we can be a little messy, but I'm happy that we're able to like sit here and talk about it. You can actually see our faces, hopefully, in this episode. I'm pretty sure I recorded the video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, these will be on YouTube, and hopefully we'll be able to keep continuing all this and uh, have, like, a more consistent sort of, like, um, uh, planning or sort of episodes. And so, yeah, thanks for watching, as always. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. Follow us on everything uh, at Girlish Podcast, and you can go to our website, girlishpodcast.com to just be linked to everything. Yeah. 
exactly thank you everybody for watching i hope you all have an amazing week and month it's already may so i mean take with that what you will the year is almost over so that's great but i hope the rest of 2021 is just so why am i acting like it's like december 31st and like we're going into <laughs> Oh my god. And just have a good day. That's all. I'm yeah. Gonna say. Pride month's next month. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Period. Pride. Woohoo. <laughs> <Bye. laughs>